I thought I was lost, but then I realized I was on an adventure finding myself. Before I get into today's episode, I'd like to introduce you to Merida Siget Consulting. Through my Finding Myself journey, I've learned a lot, and I'd like to use what I've learned to help you live the life that you want to live. Change and transformation sometimes can be scary and confusing. I'd like to support you to find the joy in the journey and be the person that you want to be. Increased positivity, mindset shifts, and an action plan can get you on the right path to the life that you have always wanted. Check out my website at www.meredithsiget.com. Let me spell that for you. Meredith, M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H, Siget, S-I-G-E-T. There, you can schedule a free 20-minute discovery call and check out everything that I have to offer. Let me know that you're a listener. I want to show extra special love to all of my listeners out there. Welcome back to the Finding Myself podcast. I am Meredith Siget, the host here at this podcast. I am so excited today to have such a special guest and such a special topic. But before we get into that, I need to let you in on my secrets with this guest. I have so much information to share. So glad that she is part of this episode today. So I just want to welcome Kelly to the podcast. Hey, Kelly, how are you doing? Hi, Meredith. I'm doing well. How are you? I am good. I'm so excited to be uh, recording this episode with you. Likewise. I'm so glad that you asked, and yeah, I'm, I'm really, really excited. It, it was a natural ask because we have been talking books, we have been talking business, we have been talking life for a while now, and I'm like, I gotta get her on to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we've been, uh, you know, we, we've we connected last year and we've been um, increasing our amount of shenanigans and sharing <laughs> uh, steadily since. <laughs> Which I guess I have to say, I am so glad that you have had the courage and just the gumption to do what you're doing because that has made such an impact in my life to get where I am right now and it just keeps growing and multiplying. You are introducing books to me, you are introducing people to me, concepts to me and I just, I like it's just infinite on how it's impacting me so I have to thank you for that. Well, and, you know, it, it has definitely been mutually beneficial, um, you know, both, you know, our, our, our book topic today, you know, the, this community, I, I learned from, you know, from our connection, from you, um, and, you know, just in terms of, of same for books, content, podcasts, um, resources, um, as we've both been kind of branching out into new adventures, it's been amazing not only just to get information and resources from you, but to have another person to talk through the, okay, I'm thinking about this. Yes. <laughs> what do you think? Um, and to not be afraid of judgment, to not be afraid of, you know, the, the person looking at you like you're crazy. Um, but to be able to brainstorm those things has just been amazing. And so I'm, I'm so very, very thankful that, um, that we've been able to connect over the last year. 
All right, so before we dive into this episode about the five-second rule from Mel Robbins, I do want to let people in on kind of the secret that we have. So I met you through your book group. Can you tell my listeners about your book group? Sure, yeah. So, um, well, a year ago, exactly a year ago, um, so in February of 2019, um, I just had this idea. I had been, um, you know, an avid reader of books. I've just been a a lifelong reader and, um, in more recent years had been really just soaking up, uh, professional and personal development books. And I kept looking for other women to talk to about these books. Like I really wanted to, to talk through what we thought, what did we learn? Um, And I was also at a point in my career journey where I really was looking for uh, like-minded women that wanted to talk through also professional development and networking and um, couldn't really find exactly what what I wanted to fill that need. So I thought, well, if there isn't something, why not start one? Uh, So last year started um, She Leads and Reads, the monthly book club, and um, online website that does content curation for professional and personal development books and um, have just been amazed at how it's how it's grown since then. Um, so we have a, a group of women local to the, the Harrisburg area that meet once a month and we come together in a coffee shop and we talk about talk about books and we talk about lifting each other up and encouraging each other and it's just been it's been awesome. And so yeah you you, stumbled on the the book club and showed up and uh it's been been great to to have you be a part of that that community ever since i was so excited to find that kelly put out just a ad on facebook i saw it and it was exactly what i was looking for you know what kelly said this community of women who are just looking for more looking to figure things out looking for inspiration and to do it with like-minded women and that really has turned into a bit of a community. Uh, it's turned into something that I'm excited to go to every month. I make it a point to put it on my calendar to make it happen every month because I've really enjoyed it. And from there, a lot of us have been talking with each other outside of group and trying to help each other figure things out, answer questions. Um, I, I have passed some business information on to other people that I know just to help some of these women out. And it really just is a great group. Uh, On my podcast, I've talked about a circle of positivity and you're part of my circle of positivity. I love seeing what you post for your, um, your group. I love the direction you're going and the quotes. You just had a big quote this week. They got some traction on Instagram. Yes, yeah, that was very exciting. Yeah, well, you know, it helps when you, uh, when yeah, when you do the quote from the author and you you tag them in their book. Um, sometimes you'll get a little a little love from the author, but uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, that was great. So Kelly also mentioned that we are up to some shenanigans. And Kelly and I have just connected. We have met quite a few times, and we are now collaborating on some big news. So excited. I know. So, Kelly, (laughs) do you want to tell everyone what we're talking about? Um, Yeah, so we... um... 
you know, this idea sparked last year and then um, Meredith and I met uh, earlier this year and decided we were just going to go ahead and go for it. And we are hosting a women's retreat this fall, this October, October 9th through 11th in Carlisle, Pennsylvania at the Carlisle House Bed and Breakfast. It's a residential retreat and uh, the name of the retreat is Renewal, which we just love. Yes. Um, we're very excited. Yes. Um very excited about uh, the theme and the name of the retreat. And uh, we really see this as an opportunity for, uh, for women who are just, you know, we're all so busy. We're busy with work and family and, and just all the things that come with living a life. And so a chance to take a weekend away just for themselves, um, to experience this renewal of mind, body, and spirit and um, have this renewed focus on their life priorities. You know, what what do you really want to focus on to have this clarity of, of purpose and priority um, throughout the weekend and, and moving forward? Um, and that's really, you know, our, our vision for the retreat. Um, we're going to use a, a book to help kind of guide some of the activities, you know, because we love our book chats. Yes. Uh, so <laughs> and the book that we have chosen, can we say it here? Do you think we can? I think we can. We yeah, can? Yeah. Okay. It's not, in no way is the book technically related to it. We're just using it similar to our, our book chats. We're using it as a, as a book chat and kind of an, an inspiration for the retreat. So yeah, go ahead. So the the book that we are going to be using is Tanya Dalton, The Joy of Missing Out. This was a book that I saw on the bookshelf of Target, to be honest with you, because I'm a big (laughs) Target fan. And it just caught my eye because, of course, there's the the fear of missing out. Mm -hmm. I'm a big person with the word joy, so that attracted me. And... It just really blew my mind when I looked at the table of contents, looked at what it was about. I was like, there's something to this book. Yeah. So I mentioned it to you. You checked it out. We both, you know, did some research on our own and came, you know, came together and was like, we've got to use this book. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I have, I'm not all the way through it. I'm going to be honest. But the reason for that is because I am going through the book with a fine-tooth comb. Yeah. There is so much good information in here that it's taking me so long and the light bulbs are going off in my head and the smoke's coming out Mm -hmm. because I just am really digging it. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. I was, as a... You know, after you suggested it and I was reading it, um, I, I completely agree. Reading through it, I thought these are such uh, really helpful, tangible ways to just take a look at the, the things that are filling up your days, um, the things that make us feel so overwhelmed and busy, um, and to really help you prioritize and, and to, to remove us or re- I guess release us from that guilt of, you know, having to miss out on things to focus on the things that are really important. And, um, yeah, and reading through it, I thought this, this is the perfect way to kind of plan our, our retreat, our weekend is to, to use some of the, the tips and suggestions that she uses. So, um, yeah, really excited about the book, really excited about the retreat. Um, and just another way to bring this, uh, community of women together, 
um, for this this amazing experience. I think it's going to be great. Yeah. And if you don't know, Tanya Dalton is from Inkwell Press. Inkwell Press right now is really great in the planner industry. Tanya's had other successes out there, um, but right now she's the, the founder of the Inkwell Press. And what she really wanted to do was work on productivity. And that's where the planner kind of came to be, the concepts that she has in the planner. It's a really great planner. I've actually had um, one in my hands. I really like uh, what they have in the planner, the thoughtfulness, the customization that you can do with it. Uh, But her ideas of productivity, there's extra pieces and emails that come with it. Uh, So she's really got a good platform and really good ideas. So if you keep it in mind that her real message is being productive in the best way that you can be to remove some of those distractions, which is part of that guilt of missing out and choosing and being intentional on how you use your time. So hopefully that is inspirational to you and you want to check out our retreat. Yes, we're so excited for this retreat. Hopefully we keep our shenanigans to a minimum during (laughs) that weekend, but I'm not going to promise anything. I'm not promising anything either. And you know what? I think what happens at Renewal stays at Renewal. I mean, that's... We got to get shirts with that made. (laughs) Right? Yes. Yes. Oh. All right, Kelly, before we get into too much trouble, I think we need to dive into this episode. We should probably do that, yes. (laughs) All right. So the book that we are talking about is Mel Robbins' The Five-Second Rule. So for anyone who isn't aware, Mel Robbins is a very public figure right now. Um, She's been a public figure, gosh, for quite a few years. Yeah, for a while. And it stems off of her TED Talk, Mm -hmm. that she had a TED Talk that just took off like wildfire. Yeah. That is the basis for the five-second rule. Right. Did you, just out of curiosity, did you know Mel before the book? From the TED Talk, or did you see the TED Talk after you knew about the book? So I, I, I think I discovered Mel around the same time as the book. Okay. Um, and the TED Talk around that same time. I, she released um, last year. I forget what the title of it was, but at the beginning of the year, she did a you know kind of New Year um, program. Okay. And, um. I did that and I, and I forget the order of things, you know, because it all, I think kind of happened at around the same time. And I forget exactly which piece I I stumbled on first, but they were all right around the same time. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Cause she does do some of those challenges and programs um, out there for individuals. Yes. I, I, I gotta be honest, Mel, like, her picture, some of her message, I knew from social media, but I really didn't connect. She wasn't a name that I had until you you put out the book as part of the book group. Uh, right. So when I when I started looking at the book, I'm like, hold on a minute, I kind of this sounds familiar. This is someone that I've seen before, and you know, social media, and of course, then I started looking into her, and now she's all over my social media. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So the book is set up with five chapters. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I 
liked is the word courage yeah. was throughout this, which obviously sent a big message to me that courage was right. a big part of this. Right. What did what did you think about that kind of string of courage through it? Yeah, I I agree that was you know courage is a very is a, a key theme throughout the book, um, and I like the way she uses that word and the way she uses that concept. Um, I think we tend to view other people as being courageous and we tend to sell ourselves a little bit short um, with some of the everyday acts of courage that we do. Yeah. Um, we, I think we tend to think that courage means you've, you've taken this huge leap, um, this giant risk um, and, you know, what she talks about in the book is that that's not necessarily, you know, sure, that can be an example of being courageous, but that's not what courage is limited to. And that really the courage to take that first small step um, is, is really sometimes the most significant. And it can be the tiniest first step, but having the courage to, to take that first step is is huge. And that can be everything. And, and you know, one of the quotes she has on page 68 she even says, it's not the big moves that change everything. It's the smallest ones in your everyday life. And this was one of my favorite parts of uh, book club when we talked about this book was that we took the time to each identify an act of courage that we had done recently and to celebrate that as a group, to celebrate each other um, and those acts of everyday courage that we tend to just either not think about or take for granted um, and I think that, that that's a, a really great piece of, of, of her message. Um, and I think, you know, there's, there's two sides to that coin then as you think about applying courage. Um, you know, the one side is, you know, if you think about times that you have displayed courage before, even if it is those little everyday acts, it can then give you the confidence to say, okay, you know what? I did that thing before I was, I, I, I had the courage to do it that time. Right. So I again, you know, it gives you that, that little push, that nudge to say, if I did it before I can do it again. Um, but the flip side of that coin that I think can be sometimes equally motivating is if you think about the times that you didn't do it, you know, you didn't go for the thing you did, you know, um, I hate to say chicken out, but you, know, you did kind of talk yourself out of it. Um, thinking about how you felt afterwards that maybe that disappointment or that regret, or, um, you know, they say we regret the things we didn't do more than the things that we did. And um, so thinking about that can also propel you forward thinking, okay, I don't want to feel that again. I don't want to miss out on this opportunity again. Oh, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So in her book, she has some pages throughout as separators that have large fonts that yes. have quotes or statements, we'll say. And one of the pages, which actually you can see the dotted line with the scissors, yes. and it talks about yeah. courage, courage being a noun, and the definition. So there's five points. So it's the ability to do something that is difficult or scary, mm -hmm. stepping out outside of your comfort zone, sharing your ideas, speaking up or showing up, standing firm in your beliefs and your values, and some days just getting out of bed. Yeah. 
So that is demonstrating that it's a daily decision, it's a daily act. It doesn't have to be those monumentous occasions, but just standing firm in your beliefs or values, sharing your ideas, stepping outside of your comfort zone. Um, So that this was something I did dog ear because it just visually was appealing, um, made sense to me, was encouraging to think that courage some days is is quiet, but powerful. Right. Yes. I did like in the book these um, kind of separation pages that had the large print. It caught my eye. There's some that I'm like, oh, can I take a picture of? This would be like, can I rip it out and put it on my wall or put it on my mirror for different days? Right. So I I loved that. But I got to be honest with you. This book was hard for me, format-wise. Yeah. Um, She, I think it's a modern take on books of infusing the technology that we have. Right. Um, So what I mean by that is she re posted, reprinted mm-hmm. posts from social media, from people who use her five-second rule. Right. And that, to me, was really chunky, really hard. Kind of, we got in a groove with what she was writing, and then we'd have right. this picture of a post. Right. And I really wanted to ignore them. <laughs> but sometimes <laughs> she would reference them, and I'm like, oh, hold on a minute. Right. I'm missing something. Yeah. So I I had some difficulty with the format of this right. this book. There were some great quotes throughout, um, but the, the format was really tough for me. Yeah, and, you know, when we talked about that, I, I realized it was interesting for me because the first time that I read the book, I listened to the book, you know, it was on audiobook, and... Um, so I had a very different experience. And then once I actually purchased, you know, the print version, because I did do that, um, and I saw the way that it was laid out, um, I was like, oh, that is a little distracting. Because in the audiobook, she reads those, um, and they feel like more infused kind of testimonials rather than these visually separated out pieces. Um, so it is interesting how you can have a very different experience listening to a book versus reading a book um you know and that can be true just in general you know when you're when you're experiencing something auditory versus you know visually um it's different but for sure with this one it really made made a difference um so then it was interesting yeah to go back then and and read through it again to try and highlight some things i really just yeah i kind of didn't look at the (laughs) look at the the and testimonials, um, I just looked at really her writing. I think your point about listening to it versus reading it, I when you and I talked about that, I was like, oh, maybe I need to do more listening because it for her, it, it would be a storytelling. Those little pieces yes. were more storytelling, yeah. which I might get into more listening to it instead of reading it. Yeah, because she's such a dynamic speaker and presenter. I mean, she's just, you know, very inspiring to listen to. So having her and she was the one that narrated the book. So it was it was really that Mel Robbins experience. Um, that makes sense. Which is her strength. You know, that's what yeah. she's, she's, she's great at. Yeah. 
I, I think that that's a really interesting point and one to think about for myself in the future with books that right. there may be some that I would prefer to listen to more than read or the opposite. Right. Um, so that that's really interesting. So what are what are your thoughts on the, the five-second rule? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it really is, it, it's intriguing to me. Um, you know, she talks a lot in the book about the, the science behind why it, it's supposed to work. Um, you know, she stumbled onto it when she was just at a very low point in her life. And she tells a story about, um, I guess, watching a, a, a rocket ship launch the night before and the whole countdown thing. And um, so she told herself that in the morning she was no longer going to sleep in and hit snooze 50 times that she was going to actually just have to face her day. And so she was going to shoot out of bed like a rocket, five, four, three, two, one. And so it was happenstance the way she kind of stumbled on it. But then after it was working for her, she really started researching the science behind why this, this works, which, you know, being the Uber nerd that I am, I completely loved. Yes. <laughs> I love research and science. Um, but you're right. That part was interesting because yeah. it was just something that her brain was going to as a technique right. that she just came to. Right. But then realized, no, there's something to this. Like it's yes, not yes. just me making it up, right. but there's a real point behind this. Right. Yeah. And what she found is that it takes, you know, it, only five seconds for your brain to talk you out of something, essentially. And that the combination of counting down to distract you from those, those thoughts of, you know, justifying why you shouldn't do something, all those things we start to think when we think, oh, you know, I should call that person or I should walk over and talk to that person or send that email. You know, all the excuses that we tell ourselves why not to do it or whether it's going to the gym or whatever, you know, the act of counting down distracts you from those thoughts. And it only takes five seconds for your brain to talk you out of doing something. And then the other piece that she says is not only the counting down five, four, three, two, one, but then you need to move. You need to, so the act of moving also disrupts your brain from continuing to think and, and justify you out of something. Um, so, you know, I think it's, it's a really neat concept. It clearly worked for her to get her life back on track. Um, and clearly from all the testimonials, it's really worked for a lot of people to get them out of um, you know, this slump that they're in. And, um, even if it's not, even when you're not in a major slump, there's people, and I, I will say I, I did this for myself too. You know, if you're sitting in a meeting and you have an idea and you really want to speak up, but you're telling yourself all of yourself, all the reasons not to, you know, all the reasons why you should just sit there and, you know, it's either a dumb idea. People don't want to hear what you have to say. Um, You'll probably mess it up anyway or whatever you're going to tell yourself as soon as you have the idea just doing five four three two one and doing it you know go um right there is power in that i mean i will say there you know there is there's something to that um for sure well one of the things that i shared with you in the book group mm -hmm. is i was left going hold on a minute don't we all do that already 
No, Meredith, we don't. I didn't realize that. <laughs> I I was born a shy person. Right. And going through my younger years being shy, I realized I was missing out on a lot of things. Right. If I was always the wallflower, I was never out on the dance floor. I was never talking to people. I never got the part in the play. And I wanted to do those things, mm-hmm. but had that internal dialogue of you're too this, you're too that, that's a stupid idea. But I still had that desire. Right. So I stopped listening to myself and I would just take a breath and go. And right. in my right. head, I, you know, go. Right. So it's something that I've been doing probably since middle school. So many years that I'm not going to say. <laughs> I like still, 10, right? 10, 10, you're right, sure, 10 yeah. years. But it's still something that I use today. Every time I start my podcast, right. I have to take a breath and just in my brain, I say, go and start. Yeah, because if right. you overthink it, yeah. you, you just, you're going to fumble. Yeah. So to have a whole book on something that I've been doing, I didn't know it was a concept. You missed out. I you, did. You, you missed your chance. I did. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think that that is amazing um, that you were able to, you know, figure that out and, and you've been able to apply it for so long. I, I don't think that, you know, while most people might have moments of that here or there um, where you think, okay, you know, I'm just going to do it anyway. Um, I think for most people it is, um, it's just so easy to talk yourself out of things and, um, there's not that natural inclination to just go for it. Um, the other big thing, that, oh, go ahead. This is what I used for my first kiss. <laughs> yes, I was the aggressor in this. And yeah, I might have missed the mark slightly, but it was a, all right, this is your chance, go. Go. Oh my goodness, that's hysterical. Uh, well, you know, the other thing that that goes along with this and she spends a good amount of time talking about is this idea of, and this is really kind of the focus of her TED talk is the idea of stop focusing on your feelings. Like your feelings don't matter, you know, and not to, of course, feelings matter, but in the context of, if you want to get something done, you know, she says, you're never going to feel like it. So, you know, stop waiting for the time that you're going to feel like it because you're probably never going to, you need to just do it. Stop thinking about, um, well, stop overthinking, and also stop waiting for the time you're going to feel like it. You're not going to feel like it at five o'clock in the morning to get up and go to the gym. You're not going to feel like it, you know, when you need to do whatever. Well, I like, I like that point. What are you waiting for? Yes. Yeah. There are so many things in life that you want to do, mm-hmm. but it's not the right time. I don't yep. have enough money. Right. You know, it just isn't going to work out right now. I'm not educated enough. I don't have the right credentials. Yep. What are you waiting for? Right. I actually had someone ask me that question point blank. And it hit me like, huh, what am I waiting for? Why am I waiting? <laughs> it was such a powerful moment. Right. And it was just a simple question. Yeah. But it made me think, like, "Hmm, I don't know what I'm waiting for. Why am I waiting? Like, just make it happen. Right. Yeah, absolutely. 
Well, and I have to tell you, I mean, I didn't quite have to do the whole five, four, three, two, one thing, but you know, emailing you to get together and have coffee outside of book club. I mean, that was one of those where I thought to myself, you know, I did have that kind of internal dialogue going of, you know, I think I'd really like to, you know, I, I want to connect with Meredith outside of book club. I think, you know, I really like her energy. I really think that, you know, we could connect and just, you know, benefit each other, you know, whatever that means, whether it's just, you know, shared thoughts and energy or collaboration, or I didn't, I had no idea, you know, I even said to you when we sat down, I don't really have an agenda here. <laughs> just, I just like your energy and want to connect. And, um, but of course there was a moment of like, is she going to think I'm crazy? Like, is she going to think, <laughs> think I'm a weirdo? Like, you know, and you, you do, you question, but you know, uh, <laughs> and here I'm thinking after we talked about a retreat early on, right, and right. I'm like, I hope she gets to this point because I'd love <laughs> to jump on board right, and, right. you know, totally help her out. Right. And I was just waiting. I knew I was going to continue seeing you for book group. So right. I was just waiting for you to get in the right place. But when you right. contacted me, I'm like, this is awesome. That's fantastic. Yeah, I, you know, so yeah, obviously we had had enough contact that I, you know, knew you wouldn't think I was a complete weirdo, but in terms of, you know, the the context for getting together. And so I think, yeah, you need to just, you know, go for it, take the leap. You just don't know, you know, if your gut and your intuition is telling you something, I think that's really what she's, she's getting at outside of, you know, if you just want to maybe get get fit and you're waiting for the right time to do that. Okay. We'll stop doing that. Just get up and do it. Um, aside from those pieces, I think the other big message is she's like, when your gut or your intuition tells you to go for something, don't overthink it, just do it. Um, cause you never know where it's going to lead. And I think that, you know, everything from book club, you know, where I thought, okay, should I do this? What if nobody shows up? What if this, what if that, and I thought, well, I'm just going to do it. Um, you know, to us connecting to, to, for this retreat, for, for all of it, um, you know, just, just follow that, that gut instinct of, of doing something and just go for it and, and see what happens, see where it leads because you just never know. Right. Yeah, one of her quotes is, you must push right through the feelings that stop you and do the work to break the habits that hold you back. Yeah. And I yeah. think that is great. Y yes, there's that, you know, that thought of insecurity, that feeling of insecurity, the the feeling that, gosh, maybe this isn't right. Maybe, you know, she's going to think I'm weird. You got to push right through that and do the work right. to break the habits. Because, you know, the five, you know, the, the five, four, three, two, one, if you're practicing it and using it, at some point, you're not going to need to get to five, Right. You might not need to get to two. It might right. just be a go like it right. is for me now. But it's right. putting that work into practice and just putting faith in it and doing it. Yeah. Absolutely. So I, I think that that is a, an, an important part. And, and I think some of it is that faith. Because even in the practice of doing it, that is the benefit Maybe not necessarily the outcome because not everything you do is going to be a home run. Right, right, yeah. 
But with each time doing it, stepping out of your comfort zone, it's going to get a little bit easier and it's going to help you direct what worked, what didn't work. When I try again, this is what I need to do. Right. Well, and that feeling of accomplishment, even if, so, I mean, you do the thing and maybe it is a home run and that's amazing and you feel like, you know, holy crap, I did that. Like, that's awesome. You know, I, you know, um, but I think even if, like you said, maybe you try something and you do it and it doesn't quite go the way you thought, just that that feeling of accomplishment for giving it a go, you know, just trying, um, you know, that's those those everyday acts of courage that um, we should celebrate. I think that, um, you know, just the, the satisfaction of trying yeah. is, I think, just so important. So another quote that just falls right in line with what we're saying is, mm-hmm. only through action have I unlocked the power inside of me to become the person that I've always wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that right there is powerful to unlock what's already inside of me and let it out. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, she says you aren't battling – your ability, you're battling your feelings. And so, you know, like you're saying it, that's exactly right. It's, it's there, it's, it's inside. So it's just unlocking it. It's just, you know, putting, putting into motion, into action, um, the abilities that are already there. So I think my listeners can tell this book and concept we like I might suggest more listening to it (laughs) or ignoring some of the formatting issues of it. But there there's so many good, I'm going to steal a word that you use a lot, nuggets. Yes, I do use that word a lot. (laughs) Nuggets of goodness in here that are just uplifting and empowering that I do think it's, it's a book to have. It's a book to talk about. It's a book to, to reference. Yeah, I would agree. You know, I encourage your listeners to, you know, check out her TED Talk. Um, that's, that's great. Right. Um, and, yeah, and, and absolutely it's worth worth giving the book um, a listen, a read. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're checking it out. Yeah. Um, because there's some great, some great um, pieces in there that no matter what it is that you're looking to – um, to take on, it can, can help inspire you into action. Well, Kelly, I am so thankful that you're here talking to me about this book. So I, wa- I want to make sure that my listeners know how to get in touch with you because you are posting a lot of great things out on social media and you also have some great resources. So I want to make sure my listeners know how to connect with you. Well, thank you. Yeah. So um, on Instagram and yeah, I do a lot of posting on Instagram, um, of especially inspirational quotes. Um, I try to feature quotes from some of the books that we're reading, but they're not always just from that. They're um, from other authors and sources as well. So Instagram is at she leads underscore reads, um, on Facebook, uh, same thing. I'll share a lot of the same posts. And we also have, um, you know, a group on Facebook that keeps everybody up to date on events when things are posted. Um, and we have a, a, a group that people can join as well um, where we chat through, um, you know, books, accountability, questions. We had a book club member post a question the other day about 
um, our upcoming uh, book selection. And uh, so, yeah, it's a great place to just share ideas, hold each other accountable for things that we want to do. Um, and, um, and then on the website, it's uh, oh, on Facebook, I'm sorry, it's at She Leads Reads. And the website is sheleadsandreads.com. And uh, the great thing about the website, not only do we share posts and updates for from book summaries um, and just have a, a curated list of um, books based upon topic and interest, but we also post um, uh, book free book summaries and worksheets. So if you are interested in receiving uh, the book summaries and worksheets, that's a benefit that, you know, if you're in the Harrisburg area, you can join us for a monthly book club. But if you live outside of the Harrisburg area and you're still interested in uh, reading the books and processing the information, if you join the email list um, on the website, you can receive those book summaries and worksheets for free. Which the worksheets are phenomenal. They look great. They're thought-provoking. They're worth it just to have have the worksheet. So please check her out on the web. Check her out on Instagram and Facebook. But I also want people to know the other side of things too because you're doing some more great things. So are you talking about the leadership consulting? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so um, just recently launched um, my own training and uh, consulting leadership training consulting business. And that is slrleadershipconsulting.com. Uh, so if you go there, you can get some information on upcoming workshops. Uh, we have a workshop coming up next month on getting comfortable with feedback. Um, actually, I guess that would be this month on getting comfortable with feedback and um, have some other resources for leadership uh, development. So stay tuned for more exciting things that will be coming, um, some online offerings and, and things like that, some exciting stuff. Um, Oh, yeah. I was thinking about you because I was in a position where I was receiving feedback. Mm. And I was like, huh, this might be where people need to get some kind of guidance and get in a place to receive that feedback so that it's constructive, the defenses don't go up. And then how to like take that feedback, think about it, and use it to move forward. Yes. So I was like, yes. hmm. I know someone who knows something about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think everybody wants to be good at giving and receiving feedback, but it's not something that we we practice a whole lot, and so it tends to be a little bit um, uncomfortable often. So, yeah, yeah, I'll I'll probably have to hit you up. Um, yeah, to, absolutely. Because I think it's the the next step of like the now what I got yes, the information yeah. and I did a good job of not get it going on the defensive and just hearing it, but it's like, okay, now what do I do with it? So yes, yeah, very good. That's, that's the first step is just hearing it and, uh, you know, get curious about what they had to say. Even if you don't agree with it, even if you feel like it's not valid, just hear what they have to say, pro- take time to process it, get curious about, is there some, again, nugget, some nugget that you could take away from that, even if you don't agree with the feedback, um, and then after you've taken some time to process, then you can can think about responding. But it's, yeah. it's good to just listen, process, and respond later. Okay. All right. Great. Well, thank you very much for sitting down with me. I will have you back for the next episode so we can talk about another book. Yes. Yeah. Can't great. wait. Thank you so Look much. Look forward to it. All right. Bye, guys. 
Thank you for listening to Finding Myself. If you like what you heard, please leave a review. If you have a question or a suggestion, feel free to email me at findingmyselfpodcast at gmail.com. I also invite you to be part of our Finding Myself community on Facebook. There you will have access to more resources, more suggestions, more information, and the opportunity to be part of discussions. Please meet us back here next time.